Welcome to the Root of Power podcast, where I teach you how to step into your power, find alignment, and create a life that you love using holistic methods, interviews with industry leaders, and inspiring stories from people who know that true freedom is found within. I'm your host and health and wellness bestie, Amanda Chills, and I'm so proud of you for choosing to step into the root of your power. All right, y'all, just a reminder that I have a free guide to build sustainable habits. By the way, boundaries are a habit. So livemyhappyhealth.com. Get it. It's free. Use it. You're welcome. Love you. Let's party. Hello, 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 podcast fam. I am so glad that you are here hanging out with me allowing me to teach you some things, letting me live in your head for the next little bit. Not live there. It's basically like I'm an Airbnb without you paying me. (laughs) Such a weird analogy, but whatever. We're going to go with it. Um, Today, as you saw by the title, we are going to talk about boundaries and how your life literally depends on the boundaries that you are setting and you may be like Amanda my life depends on a lot of things but like boundaries are not one of them to which I say nay friend you are incorrect because your life your happiness your time your energy how much money you make everything that you do everything that you do bar none, has to do with the boundaries that you set. So let's look at what I mean by that. So if you are in a relationship and you're not setting boundaries around how you want to be treated or how you spend your time or how you spend your money or what your house looks like or how they speak to you or how you speak to them, your whole relationship looks different. If you don't have boundaries around, for example, your job, if you don't have boundaries around your work hours or how much work you're taking home or your treatment, how your superiors and coworkers speak to you, how they treat you. Oh boy, howdy, are you going to have a really hard time at work? What does it look like with school? Well, it looks like boundaries around getting work done, allowing it to not be perfect and just turning things in. That's a boundary. How your professors talk to you, how they treat you. Like they're every, any person that deals with you, we want to train them to teach you in a way that works for you. Now, I don't say that to sound manipulative and I don't say that to say you have to You have to manipulate people into treating you a certain way. No, but you do have to train people to treat you a certain way. Every single time you interact with someone, you are training them how to treat you by what you allow and don't allow. For example, if you have a friend who, or you know someone, maybe this person isn't a friend, but every time they see you, they're just like dogging you and they're ragging on you and they're making fun of you. Um, and you allow that, it's only going to escalate. They'll find bigger things to make fun of you for. They'll find bigger things to talk about 
and you probably won't feel very good in that relationship. And so you'll leave every interaction with that person and be like, man, like I really freaking hate that. I hate this person. Like they don't make me feel good. I don't know why I spend time with them. I don't know what I do. Like they're just around and I can't, I can't say no, I can't get around them. And, and it just sucks. Like, and eventually you build up a ton of resentment and you hate this person, but that person may be totally different with someone else. And the only difference is they have better boundaries than you. Now, let me preface this. Thank you, Kitty, by saying that boundaries will not protect you from someone who is abusive. They won't. When you are already being abused, they will not. Now, with that being said, boundaries in the beginning, in the beginning of a relationship, if you start with boundaries, when you start by having very set expectations that people do not cross because that is the point of a boundary, people who are abusive pay attention to that and they recognize that you are not worth their time because they can't manipulate you, they can't bully you, they can't blow past your boundaries without consequences. So while if you are already in an abusive relationship, boundaries will not help you, they may actually make it more dangerous. So definitely get professional help if you're in an abusive relationship. When you are choosing, when you're in like the dating phases, when you're in acquaintance phases with friendships, boundaries will actually protect you from abusive relationships because you become too much work. You're not as easy a target as someone who has really, who just doesn't have boundaries at all. And you may be like, okay, self, um, there's some truth to what this chick is saying. How do I know if I struggle with boundaries? Well, friend, for one, you'll know, like as soon as I start talking about this episode, people always know that they struggle with boundaries. But here are some signs. Now, these are pretty black and white for a reason. Um, The more that you identify with, the more likely it is that you struggle with boundaries. So fear not. We are going to also talk about how to build boundaries because I am not going to leave you hanging. We have things to do. And one of those things for you to do is to live your best heckin' life. That is what I want for you. That is one of my only dreams for you is that you are happy, you live the life that you want, and you set hella boundaries, like hella boundaries. I want you to become a boundaries bitch all the time. And if people think you're a bitch, they can die mad about it. But that's the second half. So the first part is... What does it look like to struggle with boundaries? Well, I want you to think about this question before I get into them. So I'm going to give you like a little pause while I take a drink of water. And I want you to think about like, why do I feel or when in my life do I not speak up when I really want to? So just think about that for a second. How often do you feel like a doormat? How often do you feel like people take advantage of you? Those are all boundary things. Now, two weeks ago, we also talked about people pleasing. People who people please have really bad boundaries. There is a lot of overlap in those. So this episode may sound similar to a couple weeks ago. And if you haven't listened to that one yet and you just found this one, Go listen to that one as well. It was the one that was two weeks ago. 
Okay, so some signs that you struggle with boundaries. If you struggle to make decisions, you struggle with boundaries. I can tell in one question, one question, if people were allowed to have boundaries when they were growing up or in their relationships. And that one question is, what do you want? Now, when I ask people who have bad boundaries, they literally look at me um, like a deer in headlights. And they're just like, um, uh, like they, they literally cannot answer the question. I say, what do you want? And they just cannot answer the question. Now, what that tell a lot of people say, well, I'm just, I'm bad at decision making. I get overwhelmed. But what it tells me is that they were literally never asked for an opinion growing up. They were never allowed to have an opinion. They were never allowed to say no or yes to things, which in and of itself is its own boundary. If you're never asked what you want, if you're never asked, hey, what do you think of this? Then you don't get to speak up. So you see this a lot in households where children are supposed to be seen, not heard, where parents are manipulative or abusive because oftentimes it wasn't safe to speak up during that time. So it makes perfect sense. So none of these things are judgments, y'all. They are just observations that I see. If you struggle to make decisions, you probably struggle to set boundaries because if you can't even speak up about what you want for dinner or how you want to... Um, what you want to wear that day or where you want to go, then how are you supposed to teach people how to treat you and to set them right when they're doing wrong? Those things are directly linked. So a lot of people struggle with that. If you don't speak up for yourself when you are hurt or when you need something, now this becomes extremely apparent in relationships extremely apparent i have clients all the time all the time who say well i want them to do xyz and they'll complain about the things they're not doing and i will ask them have you told them that this is what you want and they say no no i haven't told them and i say okay um how are they supposed to know that this is what you want if you don't tell them. That is a boundary. If you can't tell people when they hurt your feelings, if you can't look at someone who you have a relationship with, friendship or romantic, or work, you know, whatever type of relationship you guys insert this into, if you can't look at them and say, hey, what you did is not okay with me. What you did really hurt my feelings. So I would really appreciate if you didn't do it again. And you guys are like, oh my God, Amanda, you're the rudest mother heifer on the planet right now. Like, how dare you tell someone not to do something? Like, first of all, it's my right. It is my right to control how people treat me. Now, not control their life to control what I allow into my life. That is what boundaries are. It says, if you do these things that I like, you can stay. If you do not do these things, your access to me is now restricted. That's really all boundaries are. Either access to you or no access to you. That's really the only thing you can control because we can't control other people's behaviors. We can control their access to us. 
So y'all, the amount of times that I have advised clients to just hang up the phone when people are being cruel to them on the phone is a lot at this point. The amount of times I've advised them to just literally leave a situation, um, get in their car and leave or block someone is a fair number. And you may say, oh my God, oh my God, Amanda, I could never, I could never block someone. Let me ask you this question. Why do you allow yourself to be mistreated instead of just blocking them? Like, I really want you to think about that question. Why do you allow verbal abuse instead of just hanging up the phone or blocking someone? Now, a very good reason may be because they throw a bigger fit. They make it more difficult to do those things. But that's a boundaries thing. Once we start setting boundaries with very, very, very few exceptions, people adjust. Now, if they absolutely don't adjust, we have a bigger problem. That's someone who is intentionally cruel and abusive, which is a whole other beast. So again, if you are in an abusive relationship, these will, the disrespect and the needing to set boundaries will apply to you. Do not try and do the things that we're going to be talking about for setting boundaries because it is not safe. This is for someone who is not in an abusive relationship. If you're in an abusive relationship, you need professional help with that because oftentimes setting boundaries can make it more dangerous and we don't want that. But if you're just in a relationship where they yell at you or your parents do it or your friends do it or your coworker does it or your boss does it um, and you don't speak up when you say, hey, what you're doing is not okay. You are not allowed to treat me this way. You will not treat me this way. This is no longer an option. If you don't speak up when you're when they hurt you or when you're in need of something, you probably struggle with setting boundaries. If your relationships feel one-sided or you often feel taken advantage of, that is a sign that you need better boundaries. We only feel resentment when we are not speaking up and prioritizing our own needs. That's the only time resentment comes because it's trying to tell you, hey, bitch, you need to set a boundary. That is what resentment teaches us. If every time you hang out with someone, you're like, God, I hate that person. They're so draining. They always want something from me. They only call me when they want something. They're just take, 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 take. Uh, Hello, they're doing it because you allow it. Like, hate to break it to you. You allow that behavior. So why would they change? Why would they change when they get what they want? from you. That's not on them. That's on you to limit their access to you, which is what boundaries are. So if you often feel taken advantage of, or you feel like a lot of your relationships are one-sided, guess what? You need better boundaries. Okay, so what are some of the other things if we are thinking, hey, what does it look like if we need better boundaries? Well, if you are often passive-aggressive, Guess what? You probably need some boundaries. Although all of these will be, hey, guess what? You probably need some boundaries. If you're passive aggressive, what that means is you don't know how to be assertive. Assertive people set boundaries. 
passive aggressive people whine and complain and try and secret double code people manipulate them into doing what they want. So a lot of, you know, I assume most people know what passive aggressive it is, but if you don't, instead of saying, so this would be the assertive way, hey, it hurts my feelings when you come home and just complain about how dirty the house is instead of helping out. Please come in and help me sweep or do the dishes. Passive aggressive would be, no one ever helps me with the house. All you do is lay around and do nothing. I am exhausted from doing, I'm just, no one ever helps me. I do it all by myself and you just come in and go to sleep and never do anything with the house. Passive aggressive means you are trying to manipulate someone into doing something. Well, it's not like anyone helps me anyway, so I'll just do it myself. That is passive aggressive versus saying, you don't help me at the house, I need your help. Or, wow, God, someone must have an attitude today instead of saying, you're being rude and what you're saying hurts my feelings. Those are very, very different. Now, usually when I give examples like that, the person that I'm working with, my client, will literally deer in the headlights look at me and be like I could never never in my life say those things and I will tell you what I tell them it is just a practice and I promise you once you start setting those really clear boundaries people adjust like people who want to be in your life adjust so another sign that you struggle with boundaries is you allow people to be mean or rude or cruel to you Again, not including abusive relationships because people don't allow those. They are trapped in those. But if you allow people to be mean to you, to make fun of you, to overstep you, to be inconsiderate to you, that's on you. You allow that. Should they be better? Yeah, in a perfect world where adults take accountability for their actions and want to better themselves, absolutely, they should They should do something else. But they're not going to because again, why would they change when they're getting exactly what they want from you? That's not gonna lead them to having some big epiphany if you allow them to mistreat you. If you allow someone to take advantage of you, all you did was teach them that now you can be taken advantage of. That part is on you. You have to control their access to you. If you constantly feel like you have no time or you're so overwhelmed because you're always doing things for other people, you probably don't have very good boundaries. I think that one is kind of self-explanatory. Like if you're always doing for others instead of putting yourself first and saying, you know, I really don't have time for that or I don't have the funds for that or I don't have the capacity for that or I don't have the mental space for that. Like, you know, I really need you to find someone else. Then you end up taking on way, way too much. And those things are just, no, no thank you. So you end up tired, you end up overwhelmed, you end up resentful, all of those like really unpleasant feelings that we feel when we don't set boundaries very well. Uh, if you never put yourself first and you feel like dumb guilty for doing anything for yourself, I would be willing to bet that you struggle with boundaries. That is a pretty, pretty common one as well. So now that we've gone through like, now that I've called all of you out on like what it looks like when you have bad boundaries, and if I missed one, let me know. Like take a screenshot of the episode, 
put it on Instagram or Facebook, tag me, and then let me know what I missed. That would be helpful because I can't, you know, sometimes I miss one. So why do we want to set boundaries? Why do we want to tell people in our life to kind of low-key like F off and not be in our shit? Well, for one, you are going to feel respected because you are respecting yourself enough to set boundaries and to be very particular about your energy, your time, your attention, your money, all of these things that are non-renewable except for money, of course. Um, you're going to feel respected because you are being respected. Boundaries command respect. They command respect because they are non-negotiable walls. Now, it doesn't mean there's not a gate in this wall saying, hey, if you do these things, if you abide by my boundaries, you have access to me. You can come in. But it means that we actually, I mean, you do need a fence to have a gate in the fence. So you're going to feel more respected in your relationships. You're literally going to have more time and energy because you are bleeding less of it to every Tom, Dick, and Harry, and Sally, and Susie that you know. If you are chronically bleed, like hemorrhaging energy and time and attention, you are probably so freaking exhausted oh my God, it overwhelmed, no, like no thank you. So you are actually gonna have more energy once setting boundaries becomes a practice because you are spending less time undervaluing yourself and overgiving, which means now you're just literally spending less time and energy doing things for other people or doing things you don't wanna do, both of which are very energy draining. You're going to have more genuine, balanced relationships. One of the things I think a lot of people don't talk about when we talk about boundaries is that a lot of your relationships are transactional and transactional relationships feel gross. Like they, you know that they only call you when they need something or they need money or they need a ride or you're their last resort or that doesn't feel good. Like it really, it, it kills your confidence, it kills your sense of self-worth, like you're just reaffirming every time these people talk to you that like they don't really care about you and they don't really enjoy your company, like they only want something out of you and that's such a disempowering, yucky space. Like those relationships don't feel good. And I think when you start really examining the types of relationships that you have, you may find some truths that you don't like, but if we don't acknowledge the truths, we can't change them. So boundaries allow you to have genuine, balanced relationships where you're allowed to set boundaries and they're allowed to set boundaries and everybody respects everybody's boundaries. It doesn't mean you can't disagree with someone's boundaries. It means you have to respect them. You are allowed to set boundaries and so is everyone in your life. Another kind of like interesting thing that happens when you're better at setting boundaries is you're more decisive because you you just literally have more practice saying this is okay, this is not okay, this is good, this is not good. So that lends itself into being more decisive. So if you're like, oh my God, I can never make decisions. Well, once you start setting boundaries, that'll probably get a lot better. Um, ooh, here's a sneaky one that I love that actually has a huge, huge, huge ripple effect that is 
really one of the best things that I get to see when I work with people. Um, you feel empowered because you realize that you have a lot more control over your life than you thought you did. Boundaries allow us to say no to things that don't serve us, that aren't in alignment with us, so that we can say yes to things that are. If you say yes to everything, you cannot be in alignment because a percentage of those decisions will always be out of alignment for you, which means you never really step into your power. You never really step into your alignment. You don't create a life that you love. You create a life that you like sometimes, but it's really never enough. And then you feel anxious often or you feel depressed often and you don't know why. Well, probably almost like 90%, I would be willing to bet one of the reasons is that you are not good at setting boundaries and you're not in alignment. When you don't have boundaries, you cannot be in alignment because you're saying yes to too many things that are out of alignment for you. And by out of alignment, I mean you don't want to do them. They don't feel good. They don't serve you. That's what I mean by that. So once you start setting boundaries, you start realizing, oh, hey, like not only do I have control over what I allow and accept into my life, other people respect it because I don't give them a choice. The thing about boundaries is they're non-negotiable. If I tell you you're not coming in my house, I don't give a damn what you say. You're not coming in my house. If I tell you that I'm not available Friday night, you can beg and plead and cry and blah, 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 blah. I don't care. I'm not available Friday night. I'm not doing it. Now, The nice thing about us setting our own boundaries is that we can be kind of flexible. So if there's an emergency, if, you know, something happens, like it's my choice to be there or not. I do not get manipulated into things. It is my choice to do things or not do things. We can also change our boundaries. It's not like once we have a rule, we can never change that rule. That's not really what boundaries are. They can be fluid. They can be flexible. We actually want them to be because when you have boundaries that are like the Great Wall of China, it doesn't really allow for you know, shit that happens in life. So we want them to be fluid, but not manipulatable. So boundaries also help with anxiety and depression. One of the things I work with, with every single one of my mental health clients is um, boundaries because it helps when you are prioritizing your own needs and wants, naturally anxiety and depression get better. So it is one of the ways to decrease symptoms of anxiety and depression. Now, You have hung in with me this long and hang in with me a little bit longer and I'm gonna teach you how to set boundaries. There are eight steps. I will name them all for you, of course. One, you want to notice when you feel disrespected or resentful or overextended. That is a sign that you need a boundary. If you hate someone because they always want something from you, guess what, friend? You need to set a boundary with that little leech. Like people will leech everything from you if you don't set boundaries. And it is not their job to change. It is your job to restrict access. So we want to notice when we feel disrespected or resentful or overextended. I want you to understand if you hear nothing I say today, understand that you have a right, a right to set boundaries in your relationships and you have a right for them to be respected. You are allowed to say, I don't want to do that. That doesn't work for me. Or I can't do that. I can do this. You are allowed to not do things that you don't feel like doing or can't do. 
You're allowed to say no. It is a complete sentence. So understand that you have a right to that and you are allowed to and I encourage you to. That's step number two. Number three, we want to practice self-care. Boundaries are self-care because they say I have to take care of myself first before I can do other things. And part of self-care is also saying no. When you say no, like we have to actually practice boundaries when we're working on boundaries. So here's that step. I want you to say no to things that you don't want to do to things that you can't do, to things that you aren't able to do. And I want you to not lie about the reason. So a lot of people will say, oh, oh, I have a headache. That's being passive aggressive. You're not being honest. You can just say, you know, I'd really, I have other plans. Not that you necessarily have to explain every single second of your other plans, but be honest about why you're saying no. You know, really, like, I can't go to that show because concerts are so loud and the noise really, really overwhelms me. So I'm going to skip this one. Or, you know, I really don't like that restaurant because every time I've gone, their food is just garbage and um, I'd really rather not go. We can be kind and set boundaries. You don't have to be an asshole. You can just say, you know, that's really not for me. Or, hey, what you just said was really cruel and unnecessary. So please don't say that again. We're going to be saying no to things, people, literally things, um, that we don't want to do or are not serving us. Now that will expand. So start small. Start with like, smaller commitments or when someone really oversteps a boundary and then you'll get better at it. It is just a practice. So we want to work up to committing to things that are a bigger yes and not committing to things that aren't. So if if work comes and they say, hey, I, you know, can you do this project that's totally out of your wheelhouse and will take you a bunch of time and you just say, you know, I really can't. Like I, I don't have the time for it because of these other projects. That is a boundary. Like, yay, that's a boundary. You, da, da, you're the awesome. We want to practice speaking up when someone upsets us. Hey, what you said is not okay. Please don't say it again. Or um, I'll do it with people who say like racist or sexist jokes. Hey, that joke's not funny. Don't say it again. That's not funny. Or the really fun thing I'll do is I'll have them explain it. (laughs) And I'll just say, I don't get it. Can you explain it to me? And then I watch them crash and burn. So feel free to steal that one also. Um, But you can say like, hey, that's not funny. That's not a joke. Um, Hey, I would really appreciate it if you wouldn't do X, Y, Z because that hurt my feelings. That is its own practice. You want to honor, uh, here's the big one, right? You will feel awkward. You will feel guilty. You will feel anxious. You will feel rude. You will feel so rude the first few times that you set a boundary. The only reason for that is because you have been taught that you're not allowed to set boundaries and that boundaries are the worst things that you could have. It is not because it's rude to set boundaries. It is a priority if you want to be happy and healthy that you set boundaries. You have to set boundaries if you want to be happy. It is non-negotiable. But you're going to feel odd and uncomfortable, but... It's only because it's a new practice. I mean, you would feel uncomfortable if you started roller skating until you got enough practice in. So the more that you practice, the easier it gets because the better you get. And the last thing, 
Accept that not everyone will honor your boundaries. And some people may really, oh, people are going to show you who they are when you start setting boundaries. They are going to show you who they are when you don't allow them to manipulate you. Those people who don't respect your boundaries do not respect you. End of story, bar none, they do not respect you if they don't respect your boundaries. Now, many people don't know how to honor boundaries because they have never been able to have boundaries themselves. The difference is the people who want to be in your life and respect you, they'll adjust. And they'll often adjust without you having to say or do too much. Like for most of my clients, they set a boundary maybe two or three times. And then that person adjusts and their relationship with them really changes because now they have a more balanced, respectful relationship and everybody feels better. So it really doesn't take very long for most people, right? There's always those outliers. But if someone just totally blows up on you and turns abusive, they're showing you who they really are. Believe them. That's not, that's not a thing where like they don't understand what you're saying. They don't care and they think they can bully you. So if that is happening, please trust me when I say those people, they don't respect you and they're not going to and they don't give a shit about your boundaries. They will not change. They will just move on to someone who has, does not have good boundaries while you're practicing and having good boundaries and then have good relationships. So, whew, that's a lot, guys. Like, how do we, how are we doing? I know it's a lot of information. So to recap, signs that you struggle with boundaries, you struggle to make decisions, you don't speak up for yourself, your relationships feel one-sided, um, you get manipulated often or you really feel like your relationships are transactional. We want boundaries because you deserve respect and you deserve relationships where you feel good and are not mistreated. That's really the whole thing, but you're gonna have more energy, more time. You'll honestly have better relationships. You're gonna have less anxiety and depression because you're not being overextended so much. You're gonna realize that you have control over your life and you're gonna feel empowered, which leads to a bunch of other things and how we create boundaries are we want to notice how we're feeling if you're feeling resentful or disrespected or overextended like hello friend you need a boundary there I want you to understand that you have a right to set boundaries we're going to practice saying no and being honest about why we're saying no without over explaining start small start with dinner start with what clothes you wanna wear, start with going places or not going places that you don't wanna go to. We're gonna speak up when someone upsets you. We're gonna say, hey, what you're doing is not okay, stop it. We're gonna honor the feelings that are uncomfortable because this is just new for you. That's okay, you're going to feel uncomfortable until it is a routine practice. Then you will feel comfortable and confident in your ability to set boundaries. Oh, sorry. That was like a weird hiccup. We want to accept that not everybody will accept your boundaries. The people that adjust want to be in your life. The people that don't are are telling you that they don't care enough about you to respect you. And you deserve better than that. So go forth, 
live your boundary life, um, shoot me a message and like tell me what you thought of the episode. And if you love it, leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. That actually helps me. Um, oh, leave me a five-star review though. That actually helps me get in front of more eyes and so more people can learn more stuff. Um, yeah, y'all be good. Like it, I'm telling you, it is just a practice. The more you practice, the better you get as with everything else. And if you're struggling, reach out to me. I am taking on one-on-one clients for stuff like this. Um, you get a chance to work with me personally and I am not gonna lie. It's good. It's a good time. We party. So y'all be good. Enjoy your day or night or morning or I don't know. Enjoy your life. Um, okay. Bye-bye.